0: Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host Kevin Vu. I'm an online fitness and mindset coach, and today we're going to be talking about my thoughts on intuitive eating. So every single Monday, I host q and A Q&A inside my free Facebook community. So shameless plug. If you are not a part of my free Facebook community, make sure that you head on over to the link down below in this podcast episode to join my free Facebook community. I host a weekly Q and A and answer any one of your questions. And today's question of the day is, what are my thoughts on intuitive eating? So this is a question that I got from a former client and she asked because of the fact that she heard on a different podcast saying that, oh, counting macros, counting calories, et cetera, could lead to disordered eating. And I'm going to shed my thoughts on that and what the research actually shows. So let's get into it. First of all, what is intuitive eating? What I found is intuitive eating means that you want to aim to stay away from like counting calories, get outside like diet culture, and you just want to listen to your body. You want to listen to listen to your hunger cues. You want to listen and have a healthy relationship with food, body image, etc. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be counting calories forever. And essentially, intuitive eating pretty much shifts you away from that perspective so that you can actually start making. Better food decisions based on what you want, based on what your body wants. And it's essentially you want to feel good about making that choice. That's essentially what intuitive eating really is. Now, I am I might reference intuitive eating compared to a lot of like calorie counting because that was the context of the question. So can counting calories and can counting macros lead to disordered eating? Short answer, yes, it can for some people. This doesn't happen all the time. And whenever you hear something, someone say like, oh, counting calories, counting macros leads to eating disorders or disordered eating, that's a red flag because you have to understand that it really depends on the context. You cannot say that it leads to disordered eating for everyone. So for some people, it might not be a good idea. For other people, it could be a great tool. That's like saying, you know, spending time on social media is bad for everyone. It can be bad for some people, but for other people like myself, it could be a good thing if my business is primarily online. So it really depends on the context, okay? So with that being said, let's talk about intuitive eating. When it comes to a weight loss perspective, there's a variety of reasons why a lot of people would prefer counting calories and counting macros. But a lot of it has to do with performance or you want to achieve a specific aesthetic. When you're talking about intuitive eating can intuitive eating be beneficial for performance yeah it could be can it be beneficial when it comes to achieving a aesthetic or weight loss goal most likely not I'm not saying that it's not possible but but what I am saying is if you have a goal of losing weight and you want to like achieve a specific body type, it is better for you to try your best to be as precise as possible when it comes to your nutrition. And I like to use this analogy, right? If you have a goal of saving X amount of dollars per month, every single month, right? Would you say that it's better for you to like check your bank balance every now and then just to ensure that you're on track, AKA counting calories? Or would you say, oh, I'm going to intuitively invest and then never check your bank account and you don't know how much is going out, you don't know how much is coming in, and then you're just going to hope that you're going to reach this savings goal by the end of the month or by the end of the year. Think about that for a second, right? So is it possible that you can still save money without checking your bank account? Of course, but at the end of the day, is it probably going to get you closer if you did check it? Yeah, it would. So there's a clear distinction, right? When it comes to accounting calories, when it comes to tr- counting macros and everything, It's a very, I want to say it's like a slippery slope because yes, for some people, it can lead to disordered eating. For other people, it can be a great tool. So when you talk about, oh, what are my thoughts on intuitive eating? I have to ask, okay, what are your goals? Like, is your goal just to lose weight and you want to be very precise in terms of like, you want to hit this goal? Then honestly, probably counting calories, counting macros will probably be a great tool for you to get there. However, the caveat is, If you have any signs of like disordered eating and you find that, oh, maybe you binge eat, maybe you have a terrible relationship with food, maybe you are too obsessive and you might have this black and white mentality where you won't be able to eat anything unless you have enough calories for it, then maybe it probably wouldn't be a great idea. Now, if your goal is to just improve your overall relationship with food, maybe you want a better body image, Maybe you just want to make decisions that feels good for you without the influence of diet culture. Then great, maybe intuitive eating could be great for you. But it really depends on the person. Like for myself, I used to count calories like so often, like two, three years straight. And for myself, I'm transitioning now more into intuitive eating. I make decisions that makes me feel good. Yes, I have physique-based goals. I have performance-based goals. But at the end of the day, If there's a cheese slice of pizza in front of me, and I really want that cheese slice pizza, then I'm going to say yes. But if I really don't feel like having it, then I'm going to say no. So I make decisions that makes me feel good in that moment. Now, when it comes to like coaching my clients, for instance, most of them do count calories. But I do have some who do not count calories. And I teach them portion control because most of my clients who come to me, they have a goal of weight loss. And I don't really teach intuitive eating to any of my clients unless their goal is just to be healthier and they want to improve the relationship with food and they just want to like a more positive body image. Now, I'm not saying like any of these are black and white as in like they're mutually exclusive. Like you can have both, but it comes from a place of like you really knowing yourself. Like what do you value more? Do you value weight loss or do you value having a healthy relationship with food and a positive body image? Now, these are things that I do work on and this is why when it comes to like weight loss, it's not just like, oh, be in the calorie deficit, eat fewer calories, move more and then boom, you're going to lose weight. A lot of it really comes down to like you how you perceive yourself. How are you doing mentally, psychologically? You might be an emotional eater and these things are actually going to be the barriers inside your weight loss journey. And you have to really understand that. And this is why when you're choosing a coach or when you're working with a coach, you have to understand and be completely transparent with your coach. Like, hey, you know what? I emotionally eat a lot. I know I have very bad stress management. Like whenever I get stressed, I turn to like a bag of chips, I turn to the pantry. And the more you are transparent with your coach, the more your coach is actually gonna help you. But anyways, I'm getting off topic, but essentially my thoughts on intuitive eating is that if you want to just improve your overall well-being your overall health, your overall relationship with food, and your body image, then yes, you can turn to intuitive eating. But just know that if you have any weight loss goals, then that probably won't be the best approach. I'm not saying that you won't be able to lose weight with intuitive eating. You definitely can, but it might be a little bit harder for you to achieve that goal. But if your goal is strictly weight loss, and you're like, you know what, I want to lose weight, I want to lose a few pounds on the scale, then it might be better for you to find an approach that works best for you. Now, I'm not saying that you have to count calories because you don't have to to lose weight, but you have to understand that losing weight comes down to being in a calorie deficit at the end of the day. And when it comes down to being on a calorie deficit, then how can you create a calorie deficit that will be more in line with what you want? Like if you don't want to count calories and you'd rather you know, adopt healthier habits like going on walks more often, be more active, doing a little bit more cardio, lifting weights, drink more water, etc. like adopting those healthy habits, yes, you can still lose weight while adopting healthier habits without counting calories. Like at the end of the day, I'm all for finding what works best for you. Like if you find that intuitive eating is something that you're super interested in and you want to give it a shot and you want to like improve all those things that I mentioned earlier, then great, go for it. But at the end of the day, it has to be in line with you. Don't just do it because you heard someone else say it and be like, oh, that sounds cool, let me try it. But at the end of the day, you know that it probably won't work best for you. Like I'm all for like experimenting with different things, trying what works best for you, and that's all it is. Like intuitive eating, it works well for some people, it might not work well for other people. Just like how counting calories, it might work well for some people, it might not work well for other people. You have to make the decision based for you, okay? Some of these uh, nutritional tools are just a tool inside the toolbox. When it comes to weight loss, when it comes to being healthy, when it comes to um, having a better relationship with food, just remember, these are just tools. And you have to, there's like thousands of different tools. You just have to find the one that's the best fit for you, okay? So again, that's kind of like my (laughs) thoughts on intuitive eating. It's not like a black and white answer. like, oh, I'm all for it. Or like, I'm all against it. It's, it really depends. Okay. That's honestly my thoughts. Um, you have to make your own decisions. What makes you feel good at the end of the day, you have to understand where your goals are, where you want to go. And there's different tools that's going to get you there closer and better for your mental health, for your sanity. And yeah, just better overall. So hopefully that answers your question. Hopefully you got a ton of value from this. And if you ever need like more contacts, more details on this, you can always shoot me a message personally, and I'll be more than happy to help. But with that being said, I also have one big announcement for today's podcast. And the big announcement is for the first time ever, I am launching a free seven day challenge, okay? Seven day challenge. This is a strictly promoted to those who are on their weight loss journey. They need an extra kick on the right guidelines on where to start. Maybe they hit a plateau. Maybe you're still a beginner inside the gym and you don't really know where to start. This seven days is going to be packed with a ton of value. So I've done many 14-day challenges in the past, and they're similar to the 14-day challenges. But what I found is that 14 days can be super overwhelming. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just condense everything, get the most important parts, put it in a seven-day challenge. So for the first time ever, I'm doing a seven-day challenge. There's only 20 spots available. So that's something that you're super interested in. You can shoot me a message. Just send me a message saying that, challenge. I am interested in your challenge. I want to learn more details and I'll send you all the details. So again, 20 spots available. It officially starts November 21st. So you have seven days from today. And yeah, I'm super excited to launch the seven-day challenge. It's my first time doing the seven-day challenge. I don't know what to expect, but I am uh, super excited to deliver all the value nonetheless. So with that being said, that's going to wrap up today's podcast. If you got value, I would love for you to screenshot this, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness. Until next time, I am signing off.